Hi, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly talk show. We're heard on WNHH 103.5 FM within the city of New Haven. We're also available on valleyindie.org, Libsyn, iTunes, and YouTube. So I'm going to replay one last interview from The Great Give on May 2nd. If you listen to this podcast with any regularity, The Great Give was an online fundraiser for hundreds of nonprofits in the Greater Valley, Greater New Haven, including the Valley Indy. So at one point, I think it was the first night, it was a 36-hour fundraiser. We did two dozen interviews, something like that. Uh, we had in David Leonard and Tony Bonoso, or Bonoso, sorry, Tony, of two dudes talking Disney. That's a scanner you hear in the background, sorry. That is a Valley-based podcast, Everything Disney. And I'm just going to shut up. With that being said, this is the interview we conducted live on Facebook during the Great Give last month with two dudes talking Disney. Enjoy. We're joined by two guests you can see. It's uh, Dave Lever- Leonard. I, I mispronounced Leonard. I'm all worried about Tony B's last name, and I butcher Leonard. So I'm off to a good start. And these two guys, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us, Shane. So we're going to talk about the, their podcast. It's a Valley-based podcast. Dave lives in Derby. Tony lives in Seymour. Uh, you can find this podcast on Facebook. You're on SoundCloud. And you're on we're iTunes. On iTunes. Correct. Yeah, we are on iTunes. Do you get most of your listeners iTunes sort of the the, the driver? Do you think? Or uh, I think it's driven through Facebook yeah. mainly. Uh, we have some peripheral people coming in through iTunes, um, but we are two dudes talking Disney is uh, the name of our podcast, and uh, we're the two dudes. How you doing? So, how did the idea? Where did this idea for this podcast uh, come about? How did it get started? Well, David, David and I happen to be uh, big Disney fans. David's been going. Uh, Got for 40, 40 some odd years. Yeah, right. Uh, not that many. Not, I'm not as old as you, but uh, you know, g- growing up, we we were exposed to a lot of Disney. Uh, my my family that was our our biannual, triannual uh, trip every year. You know, the, the and from what I've heard, like you'd have things where you you got home from school one day. And your dad had a whole vacation plan without telling you guys. Was yeah, we would, we would, they would call us to the office, like tell us we had a dentist appointment, and we'd go down all oh, dentist appointment, get in the car, the car was packed, and the, the Leonard's hit the road. So not knowing where you, not, were going. yeah, I mean, we kind of knew where we were going. It wasn't hard <laughs> to figure <laughs> out. But. And your dad didn't put masks on. No, no, nothing that. like that. Okay. Nope, no. Right, that's good so, to hear. You know, the good old fashioned American uh, family road trip. You know, Clark Liz- Clark, uh, Clark Griswold days, if and you will. The country okay. tour. Stuff. That's it. There we go. And then, Tony, what about uh, your background in terms of Disney? How did you become a Disney uh, fanatic? Oh, as, as, as a young kid, uh, my dad was stationed out in California. He was in the Navy. And uh, in about 71, when I was like four, we made our first trip to Disneyland. And uh, fast forward to uh, seven, eight years after my father passed, we moved back to Connecticut and took a trip to Disney with uh, the Derby High School band. One of my cousins was performing. Uh, so we went with, with them. And, uh, you know, like, like most kids growing up in the, in the 70s, um, you know, Disney on Sunday nights, wonderful world of Disney, magical world mm-hmm. of Disney. Yeah. Uh, back when, when you had to have appointment television, you know, before everything was streaming, uh, we'd get together on Sunday nights and watch Disney. Um, you know, classic Disney, Mickey Mouse Club and whatnot. Uh, so Disney's kind of been a, a part of my life in the movies, 
you know, we're also part of it. But uh, as I grew older and, and uh, my wife Cheryl, uh, when we were dating, uh, after she graduated from college, we took a trip to Disney. And the next year we went to Disney and, and I started getting into the uh, trip planning uh, just for myself and, and then helping co-workers and family and friends. You become like a self-taught expert on, on Pretty much, all the ins and outs. You know, it, it was kind of the, the beginnings of, uh, you know, well, not the beginnings of the internet because we all know Al Gore invented that. But, uh, you know, uh, there was starting to be more user uh, communities out there. So we, we happened upon this user community and we found out, you know, some of the ins and outs. And, uh, you know, we learned that going to Disney, uh, you could plan it and it made things go a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. Because um, a lot of people go there and they wing it, and uh, you know your vacation's not that much fun. So, fast forward to 2000, uh, 2012, and I actually took a got a side job as a Disney travel agent. And uh, I know David's a big Disney fan, and eventually I I pulled him into the mix with me. How do you guys know each other? Uh, I I mean, God, he's a, he's a Derby kid. Right. Uh, I, I came back to Derby after my father died, so we we, we kind of had a, a peripheral. Uh, you know, we knew each other on the periphery. Um, my mother and, and uh, Jim Owens and your grandfather he was always at the fire station next to the community center my mother worked at the community center so this little kid used to be around all the time so I've known David since he was uh, yeah, you know, sure. yeah. since he was little um, and uh, you know like I said uh, fast forward to the, the travel agent thing and we decided one day to you know why not? Everybody's doing a podcast, and uh, we about what seven, eight months ago. Yeah, that's it. We've uh, we, we put the idea together and uh, got a friend to create a logo for us, and came up with the name. And now we are the Valley's number one Disney-based podcast. It's true, <laughs> that's a, and that's a prestigious award. You know, we uh, we we cherish that. That's like we're the most listened to podcast in Ansonia. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, so we're we're Titans. We think, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's unconfirmed. <laughs> yes, could be fake news, <laughs> but. Uh, how about uh, in terms of uh, we had I had asked you briefly before uh, we went on, you know I have a six year old and a three year old and they're starting to bother me all the time about Disney World because uh, you know it's it's sort of you can't escape the Disney no, brand you, 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 and you don't realize how much of a brand it is nowadays. It's you know, unbelievable. They, uh, over the past several years, they've made some serious acquisitions. You you know. Most of the Disney movies, but they, they you know they went out and bought Marvel. They went out and bought Lucasfilm. You know that that has been all added under the Disney umbrella. They own ESPN. You know the ABC, and Pixar, Pixar. It's all under that that umbrella, the Walt Disney Company. So you, you can't go down a toy aisle. You can't you know look at a rack of greeting cards. You, you can't go to the grocery store and buy cookies without seeing one of their brand somewhere. And that's a good time to say donate.valleyindy.org if any Disney people, uh, employees or millionaires, are, are watching. Yes, Michael so, Eisner, yep. help us he's out. out. He's been out, though, yeah. Oh. John Ratzenberger, he's, he's, if you're he's listening, he's help these guys past, out. Uh, a a past, <laughs> talking Disney guest. Alumnus. Yeah, and I was going to ask you for, like, basic tips uh, of what I should know for planning my first trip. But maybe we'll talk more a little bit about uh, each podcast. Like, how do you decide on what the topic's going to be? We have a very... Uh, how long is it? <laughs> we, uh, we have a very it? sophisticated system. Uh, we wing it. Usually, we'll, we'll touch base, like, a, the night before or even the day of, and, like, okay, what's our topic? So, But when we first started out, it was easy because we figured we'll take each section of Disney, you know, and, and right now we're talking about Disney World, but you have Disneyland, Disney, you know, Disney Cruise Lines, uh, Adventures by Disney, what am I missing, the Vacation Club, uh, Alani. Alani in Hawaii, so we figured if we took each one and, and, and did a show about each one, and it, it did, it lasted us through, I think, what, how many, a good six or seven, a good weeks. Six or seven weeks of episodes of, of that, 
Uh, we, we try to limit it. Usually we take our trusty iPhone and set the, the stopwatch and start it. And we say all the time, 20 minutes. We're going to go no more than 20 minutes. And then usually I'll, you know, we'll get going. I'll look down. I'll, I'll you know, we're at 40. Mm, so, eyes, and, yeah. and we try to keep it at the 20-minute mark because we figure that's like your average morning commute, you know, that, that when someone's going to listen to us, uh, we don't want to go over the 20-minute mark. But And it, literally, we are two dudes who are, are just, just talking, talking Disney. Disney. And this is a conversation that, you know, we've had without microphones uh, in front of us. So it's really two guys sitting around my kitchen table and uh, just kibitzing. Sometimes we might talk about news. We might talk about, uh, you know, we had one movie special where we covered all the movies that were being released in 2017 under the various Disney brands. We did the Rogue One special. We did the Rogue One special. We did, uh, yeah, we said we, we try to range the topics uh, on, you know, news and rumors. And, and the thing is that, you know, Walt Disney World itself is so big. I, I mean, it's the size of Manhattan. It, it, the rumor mill down there generates major rumors, I would say, almost daily at this point. And especially, it, it's funny because, uh, so for, for those of you who don't understand the dynamic of, of Disney World, Disney World was built to fix imperfections in Disneyland. So when Walt Disney purchased the f- property in Florida, he he purchased a lot of it under mm-hmm. you know and it's a pretty good story if you ever you know it's almost like a spy novel he purchased like it shell, all under shell, shell companies and using you know agents crisscrossing the country and when he he built it all he went to the state and said listen I, I own a chunk of Central Florida but I have I have terms mm-hmm. and one of them was he became his own entity so the the Disney World that we know of resides in two c- cities if you will. Uh, Lake Buena Vista and Reedy Creek, Florida, which are owned and controlled by the Walt Disney Company. And that was done in order to ease a lot of, if you think about municipal rules. You know, in Anaheim and Disneyland, when they want to build something, mm-hmm. they got to go file for a building permit. In Disney World, when they want to build something, they file their own building permit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, you, so, if you've ever seen the aerial photographs of Disneyland when it was built in 55, it was nothing but orange groves. Hmm. Um, and as time progressed... Uh, you know, Disney did not own the land around the, his property, and everybody built around that. So now, when you go to Disneyland, you literally walk across a street, and you're on Disneyland. You know, and when Walt saw that, he decided that he needed to insulate himself uh, from the outside world. Uh, part of that, part of that, is done in all of his parks by creating berms. So you cannot see, with the exception of the Contemporary Resort, you cannot see outside the parks because. This Walt, almost sounds scary, guys. It is. You know, Walt really wanted to control what everybody saw and what his guests experienced. Um, so all of the guests are, cons- uh, the, the entire park is considered to be on stage. So if, if you think of Disney World and Disneyland as a show or an event, the minute you walk through the gates, that is considered the entrance. And as you walk down the park, you know, you're, you're going through the show, which is why all, you may hear Disney refer to their employees as cast members. You know, they're all part of the cast who are putting on a show for their guests. Hmm. Um, and it, it is amazing. You know, there, there's a lot of... Let me just interrupt for one second. Interrupt. For promotion purposes. Go ahead. You guys, Twitter, at Two Dudes Talking D1. Is that you guys or is that somebody else? We had a little problem with our Twitter handle. Right, never mind. So, uh, I know where you're going. Now. Yeah, I told you the I story. Just want to say but you're, you're live. On, yes, I want to put yeah. on Twitter that I think that is sorry. us, but I, I, um, we had a problem due to the 14 character Twitter uh, oh. limitation. But um, Who's throwing stuff? So we drops, <laughs> yeah, we drops them. But the, the, the engineering and the thought that goes into it, and one of, like, like what I was saying about them owning the, the every aspect mm-hmm. of it is by by having filing the building permits and filing they were able to suppress a lot of 
you know, building a lot of rumor and, and kind of control it. But now with the age of freedom of information and the fact that they're a municipality, mm. you know, there are people who are sitting in the office of, of Reedy Creek waiting for building permits to be filed mm. so they can run online and say, you know, they're building this restaurant. They're, they're, and and the, the rumors come, come daily. Would you agree? They do. You yeah, know, they, they, I, I mean, Orlando Sentinel must have like a, like a Disney They do. Reporter, they actually have at least uh, one. Yeah, they, they, Orlando Sentinel has a, a, you know, a lot of the papers right now have dedicated Disney uh, and theme parks and theme park reporters, you know, especially with the area growing up. We're getting some comments as you guys are talking. Uh, Eric Canato says Jim, and he tags somebody named Jim. Your boy is live. <laughs> uh, Lisa Motto, or Matto, I apologize, Lisa. Uh, talking Disney will always spill over a set time. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And, uh, and then Cheryl Bonoso. Yeah, that would oh, be my wife. That's it. Yes. She says, "Love the shirts, boys." Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yes. There you go. Uh, it's all about we branding. Need that's it. Indie polos. That's it. You my know. wife has never gotten on our Facebook thing and said, "Hey, <laughs> I, can, my, I don't." Let, I say, yeah, I can guarantee you, my wife is not going to comment. But, <laughs> um, but the, the engineering that goes into the parks and, and that in itself is, you know, mm-hmm. a, a show we could do. Like, you, you'll never take more than thirty-five steps to hit a garbage can. Thirty, right? Thirty. Yeah, that was something that they they observed and they paced out. And it wasn't somebody, many, it was Walt. It was Walt himself. Watching people eat hot dogs and he realized how far they went. He counted the steps before they took their hot dog wrapper and threw it on the ground. And he realized that 30 steps was the uh, you know perfect distance between trash cans because that's how long somebody waited before they looked around and realized there was no trash can. This is like a Stanley Kubrick. It. it really is. <laughs> I think one of my favorite uh, ways you could see the, the engineering and the architecture and the way that they blend things into Disney World is if you're in Epcot Center and you're in the Mexico Pavilion, you look across what is called the uh, the Showcase Lagoon, the World Showcase Lagoon, and you're looking at Morocco. The country of Morocco is on the opposite side of the lagoon. The only spot where in a Disney park where you can see another Disney park is there. And what you'll see is the Tower of Terror attraction, which is in Hollywood Studios now, the old MGM. Depends how old you are, what names you use for stuff. But... They've actually themed that ride, so a ride in a completely different park, miles away from where they are, to blend in to the, to the Moroccan pavilion. So it's the same color pattern, the same architectural style, so that when you're standing in that 30-yard yeah. section of, of walkway, where you look across a lake and see a building, it blends into the background that, that should be there. Hmm. So the, the architecture and the design that goes into this is incredible. And when you go down there, if you go to if you go to that spot, or like, and you 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 look at like you look at what you just described, like, are there other other people like like in the know like you are, or like that? that yeah, yeah, oh yeah. There's like, always you know, especially the insiders, with, the, you know? with the advent of the smartphone, um, mm-hmm. you know, anyone can be an expert. It takes thirty mm-hmm. seconds to, to to Google things. A couple of more comments here, and one of these made me nervous. I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah, but comments are flooding in. But then I see what the person does uh, for a living, so I'm. I'm Assuming this is friendly, uh, Jesse Cito. <laughs> yes. T Y F Y. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke. All right. in, in, the, in the fire department, that is an inside right. joke. Jesse, don't get us in trouble. <laughs> uh, then another one from Lisa Matto. Uh, as a kid in the back of the Volvo station wagon, I loved pulling into Disney properties and tuning into their own radio station. It was so exciting. So thank you for your comments. That's really. Uh, cool. and, and that's still a highlight for my family now. Every time we, we, we usually rent a car, we don't take advantage of Disney's Magical Express. Uh, my girls are 14 and 12. Okay. So uh, when we pull into the parks, oh, I usually hand Cheryl my cell phone and, and record that minute that we cross from 
you know, regular land, civilian mm-hmm. land, and go on property to Disney property. That's a that's a term. Yes, if you're on property, you might have you know, to go. Yeah. You have to bump everybody Road one trip. hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I think one of the things that draws me into it is um, you know the logistics. Uh, I like the behind the scenes stuff, going down underground into the utilidors. Um, you what re- is that? They have tours. Um, you could pay for oh. anything in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk down Main Street, that's actually the second floor. There's an entire floor underneath you. Uh, it's called a utilidor, and it's where costuming and uh, okay. some services okay. are, the support services. Um, one thing that Walt didn't like when he created Disneyland, once again, Disney World is a, a uh, improvement upon Disneyland. 2.0. Right? Yes, yeah. um, he was, I think he was in Fantasyland, and a, a, a cast member from uh, Frontierland was walking to his job, and he was in a, you know, dressed like a cowboy. But he was walking through Fantasyland, which was themed after the mm-hmm. future. So he was kind of upset that you were ruining the experience by by you know melding those two so they created this underground tunnel system and now when you get in your costume you can actually come up you know without having to walk through the park and come up through a store or a separate entrance and go right into your land without having to worry about you know I'm in the wrong costume for this section um but uh you know you read things like that they have this pneumatic trash system that sucks trash mm. trash bags out at like 60 70 miles an hour it's, I think it's a Swedish system um but that's how they move trash around so uh, essentially, know. Walt Disney was the inspiration for the Anthony Hopkins character in Westworld. Kind of, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. You That's know, like he, taken to the extreme. He, you know, the, the 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 story is that you know Walt would take his daughters to a, an amusement park in California when his daughters were young, and and they were dirty, they were run down, and and he said he was sitting on a park bench where he was watching his daughters ride a carousel, and he, he thought that there should be some venue where the parents and the kids could have fun together. And originally, the original Disneyland was actually going to be part of the, the Walt Disney Studio in Burbank. He was going to build it there. But then, Mickey Mouse Land. Yeah. But then his, you know, being an innovator and the being an inventor and, and someone that, you know, thought way beyond any... Yeah, it, I had no idea. He, he said, you know what, I can't build this here. I need more land. And then you know, that, that's when it all started. You know, he looked... He actually hired a company. They did a survey, and they determined that Anaheim was the best because of the highways and the future buildup and the temperature. And the temperature, and they did that. And 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 there's been other Disney projects around the country that have never, you know, they yeah, like in St. Louis. Or Louis. Saint, right, Disney yeah. World was originally thought to be in St. Louis. They originally they also purchased some property in uh, in Virginia, and they also purchased some in Colorado. Yeah. You know, none of them were ever built. There was also another planned. Uh, it had some. What's the cruise liner out? The big. Uh, is it the Queen Elizabeth? That's out in QE2. Cali- or QE2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, out yes. in California, they were going to build like a big waterfront. Okay. And, and you know, and a lot of them have never come through, or, or you know, never came together. But th- this isn't the only projects, if you will. There was always something, something working. And, and you know, Walt himself put a lot of his. Uh, I, I you know he he collateral a lot of it to get it built and, and when people told him no he found the money you know and if you if you read anything on Walt he had a, a brother that most people you know you think Walt Disney because it's Walt Disney World Walt's uh, older brother Roy was kind of the businessman mm-hmm. you know Walt was the inventor the dreamer the, the face of the company but his brother Roy wrote the checks and they would say that you know they'd be in a meeting and Walt would say we're going to build this and, and Roy would roll his eyes because Roy's the guy that had to figure out how to pay for it mm-hmm. and uh, and if you if you go to Disney World in the center of the castle you'll in the hub uh, you, you'll find a statue of, of Walt and Mickey. And uh, Walt, on the other end of Main Street, uh, by City Hall, you'll actually find another statue of Minnie 
and Roy. Hmm. And, and they face each other, you know, across the distance of, the, of Main Street. And, and people don't realize that, you know, Roy was, was just as much a part of it, too. You know, it, it's... And as David was talking, you know, financing, um, the first Disney TV show... Uh, Disneyland, which premiered back in 1954, was part of how Walt paid for Disneyland. Um, ABC Television, before Disney bought them when they were their own entity, owned a piece of Disneyland, and their hour show each week showcased a different section of the original park. So it was Frontierland, Fantasyland, uh, Main Street. Um, I forget what the fourth section was, uh, but the the vignettes that they played and, and the the clips that they played. Um, were showcasing this new park, and Disneyland itself was built in the span of one year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about today with OSHA and you know all the regulations, something the size of Disneyland uh, to get that done in a, a year, decade, um, yeah. right, right. It's it would. I mean, you're, you're looking at the new Star Wars Land, which is you know what, 45 acres. It's going to take three years, four right. years. They started to build. building it; it's not going to open until 2019, 2020. So uh, by the time it's fully finished. What I wanted to ask you guys now about maybe maybe Dave first. Uh, you have a, a young daughter. How old's your daughter now? She'll be two next month. And how many trips has she made to Disney? Uh, <laughs> next week will be her sixth. <laughs> Step up, Eugene. Uh, <laughs> Step up. I hope my wife is not watching. Just, yeah, I just look bad. Uh, and what's your daughter's name? Amelia. Amelia. Okay. So, as someone who is clearly knowledgeable uh, on everything Disney, almost to an X Files extent, what was it like that first time? Because it was not that long ago. Correct. Although it's probably confusing because yeah. you've been there six times. With her. What was it like that first time you brought her there? Is there anything special you did? Uh, were your parents with you? Uh, no, actually, we we, uh, we met some cousins down there. We jumped in the car and drove down. Uh, we, we celebrated Amelia's one-month birthday in Disney World. Oh, so she uh, had no idea where she was. Yeah, you know, she had no idea where she was. You know, we did. We were excited. Uh, but every time you go, it's getting better and better because, you know, now she's more aware. Uh, you know, she knows next week we're going to the castle, and Mickey and Minnie live in the castle, and she's going to see them. Uh, thanks mostly to my influence, she really can't wait to meet BB-8. Uh, and you know, in Chewbacca, my wife is extremely happy that Amelia prefers to watch Star Wars some days. Uh, you know, that, that's I, I, sarcasm. Right? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. I'm, does your wife hate the like Star Wars stuff? No, nah, not really. No. She puts I mean, up with she it, just, yeah. You know, she puts up with it. But uh, you know, I, I'm looking more. I'm looking ext- like really looking forward to going next week because you know, the older she gets, the more the more aware she's getting, yeah, and, she's and the more fun too. it's getting. And, and then like, Tony, what about? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. What about now? Now your daughters are. You said daughters, right? Yes. It was fourteen as well. Fourteen and twelve. Uh, what? How do you keep it fresh for them uh, when you? I assume they've been there many times. They've, too? They, they've been there many times as well. Not as many. Uh, you know, they, they won't have. By the time Amelia is Isabel's age, she'll far surpass uh, our totals. Um, you know, the, the thing about Disney is it's always changing. Uh, there's always something new. There's always a new ride. There's always a new attraction. Um, so, you know, we went in April. We went down for a week. Uh, I think we were in Disney for five days. Uh, we only did one day in the parks. Um, and when I say the parks, I mean the, there are four theme parks on property. Uh, there are also two water parks, which are not included. There's also mini golf. There's a shopping district called Disney Springs. So there's stuff to do if you're not doing uh, the, the, the four theme parks. Um, you know, like I say, there's always something new. There's always new experiences. Um, uh, you know, as the girls have gotten older... 
um, you know, now we're able to ride roller coasters as a family. You know, they're, they're, when we first started going, it would be my wife. She's more of a coaster junkie than I am. And I would, you know, graciously stay to watch the children while she mm-hmm. rode. Uh, and then the first child, Lily, actually the younger one, rode first. Um, Cheryl would ride with her, and I'd hang out with, with Isabel or whichever one didn't want to ride. And it was cool. And then uh, a couple trips ago, both girls said, well, we want to go on uh, Big Thunder Mountain. And I finally realized, okay, well, now... Now I have to go. Now I can't sit back and, uh, and hang out. And take your man card, <laughs> right? And, and I got to go on a roller coaster. So uh, you know, now we're riding things as a family, which which is new um, and and fun. You know, the, the cool thing is to see them grow. Uh, I, I remember my girls. Uh, one of them had an interaction with Tigger, where you know they're at the age where they really don't understand what's going on, but these big characters are there, mm. and you know, just to feel their fur and a big smile on her face. You know, she didn't know Tigger from mm-hmm. from. You know me. I mean, I'm, I'm. You know, she didn't know the difference. Nice. She had um, that reaction as opposed to being just, just right. Um, Terrified. But then, as as they go through their stages of life, it's it's always interesting to see it through your child's eyes. And you know, when they finally put it all together, uh, and then they get to the point where my girls now are old enough that we actually let them go in the park on their own. So mom and I, Cheryl, got a little bit of uh, you know adult date night uh, one night while the girls went off because they're. You know, they know it like the back of their hands, uh, and, and they're 14, which is the age that Disney lets you go uh, solo into the parks now. Um, then we have, I'll just interrupt you, another sure. uh, positive comment here from uh, Jennifer Goodman. Love the shirts. The Thank shirts you. Thank you very Thank much. You. The that's, shirts that's are David's doing. That's me, yes, I guess yes, we should ask, yes. how do these shirts come about? They're getting um, so many compliments. T- Tony, um, Tony made the logo. He had a friend make the logo. The, the logo. And, um, and I, you know, when you asked us to do this, we said, you know, I oh, mean, we're, custom made we're the two dudes, kids, right? Huh? We got to look the part, you know? And uh, I said, we can't show up there looking. I, we thought tuxedos, but then we said, you know what? We'll go simple polos. Nice. So, tuxedos would have been nice. It would have been, but uh, yeah, Class, that, that's it. Though. Just yeah, top tuxedo, bottom, just boxers. Yes, yes, yes that's all. You know, it's a way to do it. We're almost out of time. All right. It's already um, 25 that's, that's minutes. I, I, I know you want to talk about some planning, and that was actually our last podcast. It was, yes. Uh, David and I did about, a show. Yeah, because I've never, I haven't, been, I haven't been to Disney World since 1991. You're I, not, I, not much has changed really since 91. In I mean, those days, it was looking, from what I remember, it was looking a little ragged. Maybe yeah, that, that was the that was, 80s recession. I was around the same time, and it was like the best week of my life. I was like eight. Yeah, all right. So I was 18. Nine. A lot obviously has changed since then. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking the addition of, of Animal Kingdom. Uh, Hollywood Studios probably had just opened when you went, which was MGM back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't even know. Oh yeah. You the, know the, the Indiana Jones. Yes. Thing, yeah. Giant, yeah. Uh, I've never seen that. The yeah. the the biggest tip I think that we would would give is it's it's no longer a wing it vacation. You know, Disney needs to be planned. Uh, I, I tell people it's not a restful vacation. You know, it's not let's go, but it could be. I mean, it's up. Right. It's what you want. I mean. Uh, but it's it's more of a of a go 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 type trip mm-hmm. where you know you hit the ground running you go to the parks you want to see the parade see the fireworks get a dole whip go here go there you know ride this ride it, it's got to be planned because you know you could book your dining for a Disney trip 180 days out so there are people you know right now who are are sitting home waiting for seven o'clock tomorrow morning so they can call and get their favorite restaurant for October for October you know for for that far out. Wow. So okay, when you say uh, plan, it's a, you have to plan it in advance. Oh yeah, right. well, as you're saying, you've got to wait. Okay, you know. gotcha. So there's there's two so ways just, to approach it. Right. The, the first way is you know you can talk to your friends and you can scour the internet and uh, you know get some input from everybody. Uh, the other way is to of course use a an authorized Disney vacation plan. planner. <laughs> what we're um, trying to say is don't go solo. <laughs> use an authorized vacation planner to help you plan your trip. Uh, All da- right, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> David and Tony at Pixie Vacations could really help you with yes. that. Yes. Yeah, no, what is um, Pixie Vacations? Pixie Vacations. 
basically yeah, yeah. a side job. You That's our cast. We're independent yep. agents for yeah. a, 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 an internet-based travel agency. Um, great operation, uh, fun, to, fun to work with. Uh, and I, I love planning trips for myself, and I, I enjoy planning them for other people. So the first step, you know, plan. Um, there are all sorts of uh, factors to take into effect. Time of year, you know, Disney has multiple seasons. Um, they have low season, high season, value season, holiday season. Uh, crowds fluctuate with uh, times of year. So if school is out, um, you know, we it's went school vacations, right? Or, you know, and, hmm. and, and and you know, you wouldn't think uh, that prices would go up during that time, but because everyone's traveling, then Disney raises their prices. They own their resorts, um, so their pricing goes up. Uh, you know, the first thing S- season, you season, know, time, right. if, you know. Christmas in Disney is a great time to go. Halloween is a great time to go. The, the, in the fall, they do a food and wine festival at Epcot. In the spring, they do flower and garden. Mm-hmm. So it, it really does. It, you know, we, like we could talk for hours about what what we would. But we won't. Do. How long do well, we have? Yeah. How much more time do we have? Two, Two minutes. minutes. Two All minutes. right. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we can go. I mean, we can go a little. We're going to fire back at you guys since it's been a while since you've been there. But what was your favorite ride? Space Mountain. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad. Okay, that's what it was. So I remember we, we like I have I I have two older brothers. I was gonna, gonna say had, but I, I have two. <laughs> You've we're just not, a, we're, not yes. we're not estranged that it's I know. It's been a long day. Uh, but uh, like I, I think we went. I was probably about nine. They're a few years older than me, so they like they knew like they they were the planners. And we got to the front of the line. And we're like we're gonna run ahead. We we're like all right, parents. We're gonna sprint ahead to Thunder Mountain Railroad. We were like the first people on that when the park opened. And then we did like Space Mountain, uh, you know, and then we did like the more like teacupy sort of, uh, you know, Carousel of Progress that mm-hmm. type of thing. And then we, uh, the Fjords of Norway, that was cool too. Okay. I got to go on, uh, I'm sorry. I no, no. Oh, I just wanted to mention the Fjords of Norway. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, now gone. Which is now gone. It's frozen. Yeah. It's now gotta, they, frozen. Yeah. What you got to let it go. Pirates of the Cool. Still there. Caribbean. And yeah. what's. Uh, it's a small it's a world. world. Yeah. That, that dreaded song, right? Yeah, that drives yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, drives that sticks It's in. punishment for shoplifting in some <laughs> Now, see, something like Pirates, that's the genius of Disney. There is a ride that's very popular that spawns a movie that spawns a reimagination mm-hmm. of the ride. So they've incorporated characters from the movie into the ride. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I remember when yeah, we yeah. went. Uh, it was it a much of a ride, right? Wasn't it just like it was? Uh, it's classic Disney. It, you know, it's yeah, animatronics. The pirates yeah. move. They sing. You have a little pirate shootout yeah. and call it a day. But when we went, it was uh, I don't know if you remember back back in the eighties. Disney did like a ten part mini series called Return to Treasure Island. Yes, which is like yeah. I really loved that. Like we have the old VHS tapes that I like. I still watch it. But it was it was more like that, like the the old pirates of the Caribbean, who like, yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum, that sort of thing. I, and it wasn't the, the farthest thing from like Johnny Depp you could you could think of. But, I, I think uh, are we are we are we closing down here? Eugene? Uh, you take another, yeah. We, 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 we I would say that I think minutes. I think probably the biggest thing that, that Disney means to me, and I think Tony would agree, is it's family time. It's family. Mm. You know, when, when we went when we were kids, it was my parents and my grandparents, and. You know, we were the family walking down the street wearing our, you know, Mickey ear hats and our Mickey Mouse fanny packs, buying everything that came off the shelf. And, you know, and, and it went from my, my grandparents and, and us to, you know, now me and my wife going. And then now my, my wife and my family, you know, us taking Amelia, uh, us going with, you know, my family and my parents, which we all know how fun it is now to travel <laughs> with your parents. Different podcasts we'll probably have, right? right, right. But, um,. <laughs> You know, and, but it's about that family time. It's about you know spending that quality time with your family someplace. It's fun. It's clean. It's, it, I think it's a good value for what you pay for the product. 
Yeah, and like every night there's like a, a massive parade, fireworks. Yeah, fireworks. Like it's just unbelievable. Like what, what the experience you uh, you uh, you see when you go down there. And we haven't even touched upon. We were, we wanted to talk about all the movies and stuff, but I guess that we'll have to have you guys back. Yeah, I guess we'll. What o'clock? What o'clock in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Island, that's all the yeah. Movies. You know, we're the best part. Uh, Davy Crockett's. Those were another. I'm uh, sure all the people that are tuning into this, they're here for Return to Treasure Island. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's bump. Can might, they might open the vault. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Bump. He's coming back. Bump can each. He's coming back at eleven. Bump can each. You guys are welcome. You can come back at one a.m. and I'll just we'll just leave. We'll just go. Yeah, get back seven o'clock tomorrow morning. I'll still be. But, uh, yeah, because I want to have a whole argument about uh, the Star Wars movies. But we'll have to why? What do you want? We, I thought the uh, mobile horror companion covered Star Wars in, that's, in great depth. That was uh, yes. Okay. I don't really remember it, unfortunately. Yes. It was so long ago. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, why you don't remember it. The... <laughs> so I want to yeah. thank you guys. I want to thank you guys both for coming on. This was a no lot problem. of fun. Because yeah. again, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a change of pace. From yeah. uh, we had nonprofits on all day, and we were learning about all these wonderful things that they they do in the community. Uh, oh. But this is equally enlightening because I had no idea about this whole I'm, history of... I'm getting texts from my father over that last comment. <laughs> uh. well, I was going to say, like, I was, in, I was in GameStop the other day. Thanks for watching. I was, I was in GameStop and we're pulling out of the, you know, the Valley Diner. And I saw your dad yep, you said, yep. bringing Amelia in. And I was like, man, Dave Leonard has it. I mean, I was beat. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but uh, I was like, Dave Leonard has it made. There's his, you know, like, you know... My parents, they're like, they're, they're an hour away, they're, you know, I'm on my own, because I'm the youngest of five boys, right? So all my brothers had their kids 20 years ago, so man, you got it made, so <laughs> whatever. But anyway, all right, that's well, it. I'd just like go. to thank you guys yes, for having Yes, thank you very on. much. Um, if any two dudes fans are listening, uh, I suggest making a donation to the Valley Indie. Yes, you, uh, you, you started off by mentioning the Evening Sentinel, you know, that, that hits me right here. Uh, That's and, right. And, yeah, uh, it, it's. I agree with Tony. If you can make a donation, make a donation, even a small donation. Every little bit helps. And Dave's talking about his grandfather was Ed Cotter, a legendary uh, photojournalist uh, in the Valley. Also, uh, I mean, uh, emergency management and, and all kinds of, of stuff. But inductee to the Connecticut Society of Professional Journalists Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you. I, I, I forgot about that when we were starting up. So. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So donate.valleyindy.org. You can support random podcasts uh, like we're doing right now. Uh, you're not getting this stuff from uh, any other news agency in the Valley. So if you do, can. Can we do our ending? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it because I don't know how to okay. end these things. All right, so uh, go ahead. Tony. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, support the uh, Valley Indies Great Give, and I'm Tony. And I'm David. And, and we're, we're two dudes talking Disney. Disney.